Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 101. It's still really weird to me to be in the hundreds, but here we are, and thank you for being here. Uh, Today's episode might ruffle some feathers. We're going to talk about nutrition, and I'm actually going to use two different examples from two different, I guess I can say, fitness celebrities that have talked out a little bit more about nutrition in a more um, raw and real aspect. Not being like, I eat 170 grams of protein. Like, no, actually talking about some raw, real shit that applies to the general population and not somebody that would be considered a, uh, fitness celebrity or a full-time fitness professional. So if you give a shit about nutrition, uh, if you want to, I don't know, hear a little bit about what some famous peeps have to say about food, then maybe go grab yourself something yummy like coffee or if you haven't eaten anything today, like go eat a sandwich or something. But in all honesty, you know the drill. Go grab yourself something that's going to make you smile and, 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 and. Please listen to the intro. If you're like me, I normally fast forward 30 seconds after I hear it once or twice, but it's new. We're at episode 101. My name has changed. It was time for an update. We got new tunes. We got new words. So give it a listen and let me know what you think. Hey there, and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea if that's your fancy, And let's get chatting. Okay, A++ to you. If you understood the assignment and you actually listened to the new intro, if you didn't, shame on you. The coffee gods are out to get you. That's all. They're out to get you. Um, as always, let's talk about a sponsor. I am going to chat about free skincare, uh, especially as seasons change, or maybe I should say hopefully seasons change. I'm not sure about you, but I'm so ready for fall, even though I cannot stand anything pumpkin. I love looking at a damn pumpkin. I love the color of a pumpkin, and I'm just ready for like a long sleeve shirt, you know? So uh, as your season changes, it's natural that your skin is going to be like, uh, WTF, what's going on? Fry Skin Care is fantastic. They support those with a sweaty lifestyle. So maybe you're just a sweaty human and like even from just watching TV, then I'm sorry, but Frey's great for you. <laughs> and maybe you are somebody, I'm guessing if you're listening, that likes movement in some fashion. And if so, Frey is then also great for you. You can always use the code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, to save you some monies, and that will support the show. But now we're not really going to talk about skin. We are still going to talk about those that sweat. Um, First, I want to chat about Danny Spiegel. Um, first off, she is just such an awesome human. I'm, I'm, I have met her. I guess that's kind of cool. But um, 
I I can't really say like I know her. I I only know what I really see on Instagram, as do I would say majority of the population. But the one thing I can say is that the shit that she posts is just very raw and authentic. And if you hear anything, whenever anybody talks about like uh, an interview that they had with her, an interaction they had with her, is just how nice of a human she is. And I feel like you got to give the girl a pat on the back for that because. The amount of times that it's like, can you imagine having a camera shoved in your face at all times whenever, especially whenever you're working out? Like, I'd go ape shit at times. I would just want to chuck the camera across the room. And homegirl just keeps her composure, smiles, throws up her signature peace sign, and continues on. Like, I'm mad, mad respect for her, mad respect for really a lot of people in that camera-like light. Um, because that's a hard thing to do. There's a lot that you might want to say and you can't, and... I just, I really think that she does a great job of saying a lot without ruffling feathers. But I do think that she shared some really raw, ruffly feather type content in her Instagram story recently. However, first I need to give you a little bit of a backstory from when the CrossFit Games ended, which I don't really know how she finished, maybe top 10. She definitely had some great performances. If you have not watched her do her sandbag clean, like please go watch. The shit's incredible. She's a very strong human. You don't want to fuck with her kind of a person. But um, after, sometime after, she started traveling the world. Uh, I want to say, gosh, it's probably been like a month to a month and a half that she's been traveling. And just just living life, still getting some workouts in, but like I, she shared a few. There was one that I kind of did. I like tweaked a little bit. It was a 10-minute imam, and I was in a like, man, I don't really have time for the gym. And I was like, you know what? Why not? It's 10 minutes. Let's do this thing. Um, she still obviously, you know, completely demolished anything I would do. But, uh, you know, just sharing her journey, living life, eating a fuck ton of food as she is traveling. And I'm assuming that probably not one, not two, but I don't know, a hundred people have probably made comments about the type of food that she is eating while she is overseas. Um, For example, I think she did like her gelato a day and like literally every day has been eating gelato. And I do have to give her credit though for what she said in her story. I have no idea why she shared it. Maybe because a lot of people were giving her shit for how she was eating. Maybe just because she wanted to educate the general public. But she basically shared to say the way that she eats is really not the way that like 99% of the rest of us should be eating. Like she is a, a freak human and she should be eating like a freak human is pretty much the moral of her story. But she went into, uh, again, very raw, real details, ruffly feather details. And she went to say, like, think of it like this. I, I thought I took a screenshot of her story and I didn't. So this is not word for word. This is just my interpretation of what I remember. But let's say that you are awake and moving around for 16 hours in the day. And kudos to you if you are a person that is moving, getting their heart rate elevated for, I don't know, 45 minutes. Even if you go to a CrossFit class, you are then, like your heart rate is going to be at that elevated state for less than your hour time block. Maybe you do a little bit more, cool. But I think on average, we can say that the person that would go to something like a CrossFit class is probably elevating their heart rate roughly an hour a day for roughly 
five times a week. Maybe, you know, some will be closer to the hour and a half, six times a week. Maybe some are an hour or 45 minutes, three times a week. But we're in that mean area, right? That then leaves, let's just say, again, you moved for 16 hours. That leaves 15 hours where your heart rate is not elevated. And sure, maybe there are other things that you're doing. Like me, I go out for a walk every single damn day. I'm very proud of myself for that. I'm happy that I am moving my body, but that's not like a crazy hard movement modality. I mean, if for an 80-year-old, maybe it is, but for me, that's not hard. Going out for a walk of a mile is literally like, all right, dude, put on your shoes and go do the damn thing. Like, come on, you got it. You can do this. And her point was <laughs> that let alone the time and what your heart rate is doing. If we look just at that part of the equation, for the, let's say, six to eight hours that you are sitting just at your desk, sitting behind the computer, even if it is a little bit of manual labor, like a nurse that is walking around the hospital and transporting patients and such, you are still nowhere near the type of movement that she's doing almost every day. She is, however much time you are spending at work, that's how much time she is spending working out because that is her job. It is her job to work out. Let alone the fact, and I really, really, really have respect for her for getting this like deep into the topic, was she said, I don't really care like how strong you are, how fit you are, how long you've been doing the damn thing. My intensity level, again, as I say my, I'm meaning Danny Spiegel, not Danielle Telly. My intensity level is probably double, if not more, than what you are. I am working two to maybe up to five times harder than what you are. And she was like, I'm not trying to say kudos to me. All I am saying is that my body needs different things than what your body does. She also continued to say, I am not saying to not go out and eat ice cream. I am not saying to not eat the cheeseburger. I'm not saying that you should or you shouldn't eat vegetables. She was like, all I'm saying is the way that I eat is different than the way that you eat. And she flat out said, if I was not working out for a living, I would not eat the way I am. Regardless of if it is processed food or not, regardless of how much protein intake, regardless of what the water intake looks like or what her sleep looks like or how much she stretches or any any of the other shit, guys. Her journey is different than 99% of the world's journey. Not only is that something that we should take into effect whenever we are comparing me to you or whenever we're comparing yourself to your best friend or your significant other or whatever, everybody's journey is different. Everybody has different needs. Everybody has different goals. Everybody views health differently. That is one piece of this puzzle. But another is that those that you normally look at whenever you are viewing like the pedestal, right? The CrossFit Games athlete, they are just a totally different freak of nature. And it's not to say that you should not eat the ice cream, but you should be looking at different health and fitness uh, mindset areas than what somebody like a CrossFit Games athlete is. And I really had respect for her for just saying, me posting my gelato a day is not me telling you that you should go eat ice cream every single day. She flat out said, you should be eating vegetables every single day. 
That's not the veggie queen sitting here telling you that. That is coming from her herself. She said that you should be eating vegetables every single day. And I just like I, I loved that. I loved everything about that. And then I loved even more that within three weeks later, Another person in the fitness celebrity-like realm, not within CrossFit, but Ashley Horner. She is more local to this uh, Virginia Beach or 757 area. She shared something to her Instagram story, and I believe it is now real, where she was just talking about how we value health. And again, this is a very raw, very real, very ruffly feathers topic, conversation, statement, etc. So I'm sorry if this hurts anybody. But the information that she shared was, We live in a society that is making unhealthy the norm. We live in a society that is making unhealthy the norm. Being comfortable with eating something like the gelato every day, being comfortable with maybe being, let's say, double the body weight that is... uh, Um, sustainable for like your organs or your heart is something that we are making the norm. We're slowly making it more and more okay. I mean, I I have it set for me to talk about this in another episode, so I'm not going to dive into too much of the nitty gritty here. But we... We we look at nutrition so, so differently. Like just because something like I'm short on time. I got out of work late. Uh, I was then not able to get to the grocery store and I have nothing inside the house right now. Plus, I'm exhausted. I just got in from out of town. Like you have so many things that are like the, the but, but, but. And it's so crazy to me that something like, let's say even going to get Chick-fil-A, which I do recommend if you're going to get any form of fast food, dude, eat the fuck out of Chick-fil-A. Like they got some good options. But anyways... It's so crazy that something like Chick-fil-A, I feel like one of the, uh, there's not even a right term anymore because no matter what, you hurt somebody's feelings. If I say healthy, somebody's going to be like, don't call a food healthy or not healthy. If I say good, there's no such thing as a good or bad food. Like, So I'm sorry if I am hurt you by saying the damn word healthy, but the something like Chick-fil-A, you can't get like, can I have chicken nuggets with, who cares if you have fries, but can I also have broccoli? Like, Do you know how easy it is for them to be able to store frozen broccoli and put broccoli into a fucking cup? Really, how easy is it to put broccoli in the microwave? I do it multiple times a week. It's a really easy thing. So for a fast food restaurant to say that they can't have something like frozen broccoli or cauliflower or give you peppers and carrots and celery is just a, it's like the, the pure reason why Americans have just this astronomically high percentage of people that suffer with diabetes and other just overall health issues around something like your dinner plate. Please note, I am not trying to say that you can't have the gelato, that you can't have the fast food. All I am saying is, Take a moment to step back and look at how many times you're using the but. For example, with Danny Spiegel, you are probably using the but as like, but she just had ice cream three days in a row. So like, why can't I have ice cream three days in a row? Or we look at it as she posted a video that she worked out and got crumble cookie. So why can't I work out and get crumble cookie? 
if that's what you want, then please go do it. Like, I hope that you had something like a piece of broccoli earlier in the day, but like go crush the crumble cookie and tell me how the peanut butter one was because I've never even been to crumble cookie, but if I was to go, I'd really hope that there's a peanut butter option because homegirl loves peanut butter. What I am saying is we need to stop comparing ourselves to those that live in a totally different world than the general Joe Schmo. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry, but I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you are also a Joe Schmo. You are not a fitness celebrity. If you are, then cool, dope. But I'm going to take a stab that you're not. So let's not compare the way that our body should be fueled to somebody who works out for a living. To take this the next step farther though, why don't we not compare what I eat to what you eat? The main reason why I've been posting a lot of Instagram boxes of just like, what do you want to see more of? Ask me questions. And the thing that's really hard for me to do, and I'm, I'm starting to become a little bit more comfortable with it, and then I, I, I still go back to my like, to my gut, to my grounds, if you will, is whenever people ask, what, like, what did you eat for lunch? Showing a video of what you're eating. If I work with you one-on-one in nutrition, then yes, I'm probably going to tell you a little bit here and there of what I eat. But in all honesty, like I'm going to share 10% of what I eat. And it's not because what I eat is a secret. It's just because my goal is to help you find the things that you want. The things that are going to supplement a healthy lifestyle for you. And that is going to include a crumble cookie or a cone of gelato or two. Like, yes. But it's also going to include like 80% more veggies than what the gelato intake is. I do think that looping it into both of these cool badass chicks, taking something that Ashley Horner said is, I think, really important. I will say that from whenever I was a kid to now, things like fast food are becoming less and less popular. So we, like, I would go to McDonald's a ton. And I can tell you I have not been to McDonald's since I was in high school. And even in high school, I think I went just for McFlurry whenever I was high. (laughs) But uh, we, like, things like that, that kind of quick food is not as popular, which I think is cool. But I think that there are so many other things that we just let funnel into this, well, this is what our society does. And it's so interesting. Every time, whenever I come across somebody that has been to another country and they say that they went to something like McDonald's and they're like, oh my gosh, it was so crazy different. Like they made some of the food there. There was a salad bar. You had the option for a fruit or a vegetable as a side. Instead of having this massive ice cream sundae, you got like one scoop with a side of strawberries. Like they view nutrition in such a different way. And it's unfortunately not going to, we stand up a lot for tons of things in our country. And I think that that's really badass and cool. But we don't stand up for things like our overall health and what kind of, uh, norm we are setting on our plate, uh, our mindset around food, the food that we have access to. And I think that that's something that we need to try to change. I'm not saying that you need to go out and start protesting the world and saying, McDonald's, give me a salad bar. But I do think that you should look at how can I maybe have a quick veggie option at home? How can I not compare what I'm eating to what Danny Spiegel is eating? How can I not look at it as 
I have to work out in order to eat this. How can we look at nutrition with a totally different light, a totally different mindset so that we are then setting our own bodies, minds, hearts, all the things up for success, but then more importantly, we're also setting that up for generations and generations to come to have complete success to see a change to not visit another country and think damn well why don't we eat like that why don't we have fresh food like that like we're one of the wealthiest countries and we don't do that what's where's the disconnect why why don't we have that damn was today a blab right um episode 101 just means i'm going to ramble we're in the hundreds guys we're just at ramble city i suppose but in all honesty i hope this episode just made you think um i hope that it just made you pause just made you realize how can you set yourself up to just feel a little bit better Maybe it is that the next time you go to the grocery store, you grab an extra frozen veggie option because we are all going to have the days whenever we are feeling like we're extremely overwhelmed. We got out of work late. There's a lot of but, 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 buts. And you then know, okay, I got Chick-fil-A. I even got the ice cream cone, but I also had a side of broccoli at some point today because I had my frozen option. Whatever the hell it is, just try to get more mindful with it. Be aware and especially be aware of how you are comparing your own health journey to others because we all have a different story. Our novel literally looks different from the moment that we enter this world to the moment that we end. Almost every single sentence on that piece of paper is going to look different. So let your nutrition journey also be something that's different. I thank you for listening to me blab. I am excited to continue to talk to you for another hundred or so episodes. If you enjoyed what you listened to here, please do me a favor and either go give the show a lovely five-star review on something like Apple or Spotify, or maybe even just take a screenshot of what you're listening to and share it to your Instagram story. All that does is help more humans to see and hear this content, which is kind of why I'm here. I'm here to connect with more humans. So thank you again for tuning in, and until next Tuesday, namaste and slay the thing.